and on the stage. So for those of you who don't know, this is John and Lizzie Kirkby um, of BBC fame. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm Matt and this is my wife Josie, um, kind of like just about to make it onto Facebook fame. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and basically between kind of like the four of us, it, it was kind of God spoke to us about starting this, this kind of church. Josie, what was it? do you think that kind of prompted us, because we have extremely busy lives, to somehow decide to kind of take on this thing that is the light church? I think really, I think really is this on? Yeah, Great. I think really it was our heart for reaching people that are vulnerable, that are marginalized, that, yeah, that really need some help and some family. That was really wanted to be a part of a church and part of a community. Wanted to build a family and a community here that would welcome people in that haven't got that love and a lot of people in their lives and there's a verse isn't there in Psalms that says God sets the lonely in families and I think that's been my heartbeat really is to so that we can reach out to the community say that there is a God that loves them and there are people that love them too and you can experience God's love through his people here in this amazing family that we call the light church and that obviously we'd love each other as well and be a family that was sort of on a mission and doing stuff to impact our city and our community. Yeah. Lizzie, if you um, try and cast your mind back 10 years, kind of what, you know, looking back now, can you, what, what do you think when you think about back then and what, what, what has happened in these 10 years? Um, am I on? Is this yeah, on? You are, yeah, you yeah. um, So Josie just gave such a beautiful, thorough, thorough answer. You know, looking back, it was all about include, for me, the big thing is including people. Yeah. I want to include people. And look after the people that, that are here that know God and, and kind of we're building a church family. But including people, including people who are outside. And for me, the joy of today, 10 years on, is that I know that we're still a church about including people. And that makes me just so, so proud. It makes me cry. <laughs> um, it just makes me really delighted to be part of it because it's still about including people. And there's no greater joy than including people and welcoming them in and saying there's a God who loves them and cares for them. And there's a family that will endeavor to be family, warts and all, for them as well. I don't know if I answered your question. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I'm not sure you did, but it's a brilliant answer. <laughs> Think of a question later. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And uh, John, looking back on 10 years, yeah. uh, what would you say has maybe surprised you about, I haven't prepped you at all for this, so I'm going to let you, uh, you're, used you're used to hard questions, you're used to filling, <laughs> filling in whilst you think of your real answer. So um, what has surprised you about what God has done with and through the Light Church? Yeah, fundamentally, the, the thing that has surprised me and blessed me and fills me with uh, just a sense of wow is that so when we all sat around that table and decided we would see if anyone else would possibly share what our heart was for church um the fact that today but over 10 years god has brought people where yeah we've done a an okay job trying to trying to get our heart out but it's because it's jesus's heart yeah. and the fact that it's resonated with so many people who have heard it not through us through him, through his word, and have brought their best and brought themselves to join in the vision. Um, yeah, I, I would have to say 
Perhaps I shouldn't have been as surprised. Perhaps I should have had a bit more faith. But to watch it go, and I'll never forget that first uh, Sunday where we decided to have a barbecue and we decided how many kind of burgers to order. And we kind of thought, well, maybe 10 people might come. I think we had a line of 12 we'd be happy. Yeah. And out of the blue, without doing anything, sort of 50 people kind of just arrived to find it. And I just thought, wow. And that sense of people getting our heart by his spirit, through his word, and bringing themselves in it is it's humbling and amazing, so that's wonderfully surprised me, and I hope that will continue to surprise me as we, as we go on. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've got a picture of you, Lizzie, up there, one of the very first ever church Sundays. <laughs> it could, that could even, knowing you, John, you probably took it on the very first Sunday that we met as, as yeah. a church, which was the first Sunday yep. in October it was in 2008, and yeah, um, yeah it's just been an amazing journey, and uh, hey, there are... I'm going to run out of people to say thank you to um, today, yeah. um, but, you know, just having that courage, and by the way, I'm kind of speaking to myself as well, so you don't have to do it, but, you know, that courage to step out in the midst of extremely busy lives, to go for it, but yeah. also just the sheer amount of work. Um, Lizzie, I mean, you have predominantly poured yourself into the lives of the children of the church, because that's your calling and your ministry, yeah. and it has been an absolute bedrock, I know. I'll speak on behalf of every parent in the place. So just wow, wow, wow. We know, we know that as parents, if, 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 if there isn't a place for your child to kind of grow in God, then for you that almost isn't the church for you. And so to have done that, it has meant so many people have been able to join and become part of it and then pour their own lives out. Um, and uh, for, for you, John, so much leading, preaching, leadership meetings, pastoral stuff that you do a lot of that nobody kind of sees behind the scenes absolutely just just kind of so so much of that coming alongside faith vision passion I know you've just been an amazing yeah amazing leader and and uh you know for you Josie you've done so so much I think you put so much of the the kind of I don't know the sparkle into the almost the life of the church especially like through kind of like social events but creating the the atmosphere leading on kind of so much stuff as well as all of your preaching and obviously now kind of given up your previous job to come and work for the church just absolutely fantastic there are lots more people you know that obviously that have joined and lots of other leaders on the journey but yeah just wanted to kind of honor you guys and uh this is really spontaneous i haven't got any gifts or anything for you um but that's okay can we just put in obviously okay so we're now all going to look at you oh uh, but i had mine are you back in January, so okay, that's well, fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're going to have it again, okay? Uh, we want to say, so many people want to say uh, thank you. I have seen behind the scenes um, as a couple, for yourself, Matt, in terms of your dedication in doing what you've done to get us to where we've got to. And as a couple, you've undoubtedly sown so much into this. And my heart is that in the midst of this celebration, you will hear God's sense of his smile over you his delight mm -hmm. in you his pleasure in who you are as a couple and your commitment to his church and to his mission has been exemplary and it certainly inspired us to yeah, to be part of it so yeah. well done well done that, you too that's great thank you and uh yeah one of the things that we've believed in since the beginning is um you know the kind of equality of responsibility and leadership and i really have, have loved that we've been able to model that this isn't yeah. two blokes that have done it with two sure. women supporting having a laugh this is all in all together yeah. leading it taking it so forward which is just brilliant great thank you guys that's fantastic so 
when, it, when we kind of came to start the Light Church, we were very much kind of just seeking him around kind of what, what are going to be really foundational uh, verses. And for us, our foundational verses were found in uh, Matthew 22, um, 34. And it says there that an expert in the law tested Jesus with the question, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself, and all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And for us, that was just really kind of everything that we wanted to do was about this. It was about helping people, whether they already believed in God and followed Jesus, or whether they were a long way from God and Jesus, helping them to love God with all that they had, with all of their heart, all of their mind, their whole strength, their whole being, to really, really kind of love God, and for that to impact their lives in how they live it out. Because the second goes on. The second is like it. Jesus is almost saying the second is really almost as close as the first. And it is this. It is love your neighbor as yourself. We believe as a church that if you don't love your neighbor as yourself, then you haven't got the first one going on either. Yeah? You know you've got the, second, the first one because you do the second one. And that is what we have sought to inspire um, the church to be. And... Uh, for quite a few years, we used the terminology up, in and out to refer to three different parts of church life. And, uh, but now we've got that newly expressed in our new vision statement, which is to love God deeply, love each other genuinely, and love our community compassionately. And we just want to kind of take a time to go through the three of those, to have a little bit look back on how we have done that, and, uh, and uh, yeah, kind of what that has meant for us. And so loving God deeply... And uh, again, you, you, we've heard this, if you've been here over the last kind of month or so, expressed of kind of the church we want to be. And the church that we have been, but we want to be and do more of in all of these things. The church we want to be is a place where God's life-changing presence is felt and experienced. Amen? Did you feel it this morning? Yeah? Did you feel God's life-changing presence this morning, did you experience it? We know that actually it's often through worship, yeah, that we actually we experience so much of God's life-changing pre- presence. And, uh, yeah, we were so blessed at the very dawn of the church that Chris and Anna Haldane chose to come and join the church. And Chris has, like, led worship for 10 years now. Just such a... He's a bit of a musical perfectionist, which has meant that we've almost never failed to have just quality music and quality worship, which is fantastic. And obviously, lots of other people have joined in. Mark, you have really served so much in the five years since you've been here. Lots of other musicians alongside them, alongside them Cy, Jazz, Ed, Lydia, Tom, um, the Biglands. Who, who wants to come back of the alt band? Yeah, come on. I, I do. And uh, yeah. Also, it is a church that helps us understand God's word in a relevant way. So we're challenged and inspired to become more Christ-like in the messiness of life. And uh, obviously, one of the main ways we do that is through um, preaching on a Sunday morning. And uh, we set out at the beginning to do something a little bit different to what a lot of people experience. You know, a lot of churches, they have kind of like normally one main preacher and a couple of few other people that kind of join in. We've just kind of had a really wide mix of people. 
um, a variety, some who have more of a teaching gift, some who have more of a preaching gift. We have some who are theologically trained. We have others who are making it up as they go along. And um, we've had men preaching. We've had women preaching. And uh, yeah, it's just been great. One of the things that I personally love about the Light Church is there's a real breadth of kind of theology within the church. We all agree on the essentials, yeah? But actually, we have different styles, different approaches, and I just think that has given us, yeah, again, it is something that is not that usual and something really exciting. We want to be a church that empowers us to love God with our whole lives, all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, there it is again, reflected through godly wisdom, right living, and right relationships. Uh, We have a lot of stuff in terms of how we help people do that, our Freedom in Christ course, empowering people to, to live with their whole lives. Alpha courses, all the different Bible studies that go on in light groups. I'm not going to say too much about light groups. We'll cover that. There's ladies groups. There's been peace of mind, keys to freedom. And, of course, we can't go past without mentioning our amazing kids and youth ministry over, over the years. I think there's one photo which I've managed to steal off uh, Eve's uh, Amazon without permission this morning. So it's all my fault. It's not hers. And, um, yeah, you know, I can still remember... When we started, we had a bunch of kids and we had absolutely no youth. We had to grow our own youth group, (laughs) basically, um, which we did. And then God added more people in. And that's just been amazing over the years. Um, It's a brilliant youth leadership. Remember, obviously, quite a few years of Catherine um, as she served us. And those who are continuing to take it forward, Sarah, there at the front, our new youth leader. And, of course, the kids' work. We've kind of mentioned that, but just so many people have given into that, which has just been absolutely brilliant. And then, also, we want it to be a place where people are safe to seek and to question. Yeah, safe to seek and to question, but also a church where people are regularly making decisions to follow Jesus and so grow God's kingdom in Bradford. And uh, we've kind of done that. All right. I love that picture of uh, Susie. I don't know if Susie's here this morning. And um, can I have the next one up? Because Tom's definitely here. I can see him. Love that. And... Um, Bradford City and Jesus all in the same baptism pool. And uh, yeah, just, uh, just it's been amazing to see so many people led to Jesus. And I just wanted to invite up uh, a couple who've played a really, really big part in that to just ask them a couple of questions. And so put our hands together for two absolute light church heroes, Steve and Jeanette Sheldon. Sat right in the middle. Come on. Sat right in the middle there. <laughs> wow. Uh, I put up there, Foundation and Alpha Heroes. Obviously, you've done probably lots more than that in the church, but, you know, pastoral team, leadership team for time, all, all sorts of things going on. But, yeah, for me, you, you, you exemplify a couple that have really, I don't know, you've found a real fresh life and fresh expression in coming to the Light Church, which has just been amazing. Kind of what, what was it that kind of brought you here and what was it that made you kind of think, actually, this is, this is the place for us? Well, we've been in our last church for a long time. We'd um, been involved in serving in many ways and we've, we'd been hurt and we became increasingly frustrated. We felt restricted and we, we didn't know where it was going to end, really. Um, I think we were waiting on God's way forward through it. It became clear that we needed to leave. And um, we were really worried. We didn't know where we were going to go. <laughs> um, right up to the day before we first came here, we didn't know which church we were going to go to. 
And then out of the blue, some friends called who um, we'd not seen them for a long time. And they said they happened to be staying with John and Lizzie that night. And they said, look, we're going to the light church. <laughs> Would you like to go? So we did. We thought, well, we might as well. And we've never looked back since. We were made to feel so welcome. Sorry, I'm nervous that. I'm shaking. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you doing great. Well done. Um, Not used to public speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah we've we got some really, really good friends. And the authenticity and the freedom really, really made a difference, yeah. That's great. What was it for you, Steve, that you kind of experienced that made you thought, yeah, we need to, need to stick around here and put our roots down? Well, I guess really just the, the, the friendliness and the, the openness. I mean, looking around here at all these faces, you're just a bunch of friendly people. And, they, and, and John was well, the first person I met. I met John uh, a number of years earlier when he started CAP and he came to our church. And he made me just so welcome. But the first face I saw, and he gave me a big hug and just said, Steve, take as much time as you need. Just be welcome and just join and be a part of us. And, and that's, what we've, that's what we've become. And God's used you um, especially to lead lots of people to Jesus through lots of Alpha courses, which starts next Thursday, by the way, um, and uh, the next one. But also kind of Foundations, which is our kind of mm. discipleship course, almost the next step following Alpha. Wh yeah. what, what, what have you loved? What's it, what have you loved about what you've seen through all well, of that? Well, do you know something? I just don't like change. <laughs> Jeanette says I'm becoming a bit of a grumpy old man. I mean, I found this on me seat. I mean, what, what's all that about? It's a sherbet fountain. Now, those of you that know sherbet fountains, well paper wrapped up with a piece of licorice sticking out the top. Not exactly hygienic, but they're great. And I hate change. Yeah, I know. They used to get all yeah. soggy at the top, didn't they? It did. After? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that's not going to get you soggy, know. is it? I love vinyl. I don't like CDs particularly. I love vinyl. Like, you know, I'm that sort of person. But, you know, one thing I do you like... You need to move on. So you need to embrace CDs. You do really I? do, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, you do. Well, moving on now, yeah. apparently. It's digital. I've skipped a stage. <laughs> <laughs> that's how far behind I am. Um, but... What I do like in change is seeing changes in people's lives. Yeah, come on. And you know something? I look around and I see people like Georgina and Biro and Maria and Stuart and George and Josie. People who have been through uh, foundations who have just come out. They're bringing the families like Tom and Kim. And, and I just see it growing and I, I just love to see that. I like to see them embracing it and just finding out where they really are. In Christ, yeah, join. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, um, yeah, hey, yeah. Th this is our everyone playing their part kind of church. Absolutely. But yeah, we just wanted to hear a little bit around what brought you here, what made you stick, and also, yeah, what you've loved seeing God do over. And um, I've just uh, I, I put together just a very kind of brief kind of photo <coughs> montage um, of some of the people that have got baptized over the last couple of years. And uh, just to kind of celebrate the fact, you know, of like the whole church's hard work, but most importantly, what God's been doing in our midst. And uh, so, so I'll let you, um, let you kind of take your seats. And, oh. can, but can I just want to say one final thing? A big thank to you, Mesh, because you, Mesh, is yeah, part yeah, of, of, the, yeah. of, of the group. And it won't be part of it. It won't be there if it won't for. Yeah. Anyway, give us a hand. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay, well, um, first of all, if you've got baptized in the last few years and your photo's not up there, that's my problem. Um, so uh, don't hate me. And, uh, but yeah, just, uh, just thought this would be a great way to just celebrate our 10 years. So enjoy this.
Wow. Let's just, um, let's just take a moment just to acknowledge what we've just seen there. We've seen the living God. We've seen Jesus Christ uh, coming into people's lives and making people whole and giving people a future and a hope. Father, um, never let us be anything other than amazed and overwhelmed by one life brought to a, a Savior who loves them and cares for them, for the forgiveness, for the life that you pour into people. Father, we just, we just want to say thank you that we can play a part in your kingdom's advancement through beautiful people. Yeah, amen. Amen. Great. So the second uh, part, obviously, of our vision that has really been with us for these last 10 years and, yeah, must continue for us as a church is loving each other genuinely. 10 years ago, we, we wanted to be a church, uh, a church of true family, a community of believers who were held together by a common bond of love, compassion and care, a church where everybody could feel welcome and included, where people could find a home. We wanted to be a church that included everyone, that no one would be left out, a place where everyone was of equal value, equipped and encouraged to use their gifts to serve and glorify God. We've done our best. I'm sure we've fallen short because we're just ordinary people like everybody here. But our heart has remained that. And to see other people join and bring their care for others, their concern to people has been inspiring to watch. I love the everyone welcome no perfect people allowed in the light church. Amen? Except the spirit of Jesus. No perfect people allowed. All of us open to live a life that has integrity and honesty in the challenges and difficulties that we face. When we let ourselves down and fall short and have difficulties, to be a community that goes, it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to be challenged. It's okay to... Let yourself down and others, it's okay to fall short. I love that about the Light Church. And it works because of you, the congregation, the church. We've set a high bar. And by His grace, we'll continue to work it out. There is much still to do. But we know, and everybody involved in the church knows, that if we are to maintain our passion for this city, our passion for people, Loving each other genuinely has to be a heart condition. And through that heart condition of grace and forgiveness comes love and compassion, comes the spirit of Jesus. And then each of us individually is drawn not only to others, but wonderfully in God's economy. As we give out, God gives in. And our own walk with him and our own life begins to flourish in that sense of his presence. And I have seen that and it excites me. And I'm excited for the future. And I believe we ain't seen nothing yet. But I'll give praise to God for what I have seen and what I see here today. Again, uh, for anybody, if you could come, if you could all come here. Obviously, if you could all come here, you wouldn't see what I see. But just looking around, you just see people and you're just like, yes, God. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus prayed for all his believers. He said this. In, he said, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. That all of them may be one, 
Father, just as you are in me and I am you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Jesus prayed that his believers would be one. He commands, it says where men and women dwell together in unity, there God commands a blessing. That unity is sometimes hard to achieve. That unity is something that is costly. That unity has challenges and difficulties, but we have strived to keep a unity of loving each other. And I believe that that unity uh, will continue. I believe that ultimately where this community and loving each other genuinely comes from. Yes, as leaders, we want to model that and we try our best and forgive us when we fall short of that. But it's seeing people. It's seeing people come and express that to others where the real joy is in this church. Just meeting a couple of people earlier this morning and you could just feel that these people have been loved genuinely. They've been cared for and loved genuinely. We do practical things. I like groups, pastoral, chair, uh, pastoral care, everything that we've already mentioned. Our prayer ministry, fuse and students, welcome team, contact, connect lunches, um, all building friendships and relationships. I also love the combination of the actual practical outworking of what it means to love each other genuinely. One of my great joys, and I know a joy of all of us as leaders, is you know, we established right at the beginning a community fund for people within the church. Uh, and to, yeah, I had a, a look back on that. And yeah, over the last few years, as a, as a church body, £15,000 has been di distributed to people in need in the church, often unseen. <laughs> We've helped people with furniture. We've helped people emergency relief. We've helped somebody with a wedding. We've helped someone, a bailiff's at the door. We've provided school uniforms and shoes. We've helped with co college fees. We've helped with funerals. We've given some driving lessons. We've supported people on mission trips. When I say we, I don't mean leadership. I mean we, the community of the Light Church. I've said it before, and I believe that I've seen this and it inspires me every time I see it, and I love it in the Light Church. It's that thing where you kind of come to church and you don't come saying, I wonder what the Light Church can do for me. And yeah, as, yeah, Bobby Kennedy said, not Bobby Kennedy, uh, John Kennedy said, uh, Kennedy said it, I can't remember his first name. He said, ask not, he didn't say this, he was talking about America, but I would say that the Light Church, he said, ask not what the Light Church can do for you. But ask what you can do for the Light Church community. And if we can live like that and we can bring our very best to that, do you know what? I'm believing for a fantastic growth in our commitment to loving each other genuinely. Because let me tell you, Jesus Christ loves each one of you genuinely and passionately. And he's committed and he's forgiving and he's gracious and he's kind. And if we can reflect that spirit into our community, then I believe God will continue to bless us. So 
what I want to ask, I just want to ask Chris and Anna, are Chris and Anna here? Just to run up. Okay, we'll give them a round of applause while they come up. <laughs> that baby. There you go. Hello. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, I think we have a picture of a only slightly younger Chris. Uh, this is the first meeting. Yeah, we saw a, a, a much younger Matt, but just a slightly younger Chris. Before kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> without kids. Hair. There you go. Like church heroes. I think you, you are like church heroes, as Matt has said, the service that you're giving. And also, Anna, the way that you have supported Chris in that has been fantastic. Again, the combination is remarkable. So for you guys, you've experienced some of what it is to be in the like church community. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Anna? Just from your, how would you describe your sense around community and, and how it's impacted you and others? Yeah, I mean, I think this, this place really is just family for us. Um, we've, we've definitely grown up a lot here. Ten years, we, um, we're fairly early married. We've been married 11 years now. So um, we've been we've kind of grown up a little bit in our marriage in this church. We've had our children in this church. Our, like, the kids' work here is just... It's amazing. It's so great for the kids, and they love it. And yeah, so for us as a family, it's it's really been that place of family for us. And in terms of friendships as well, we've been part of a light group here for, I think, pretty much since they started doing them. And we've got some such great friendships in our light group, and they're real, genuine friendships as well. And um, I think, especially for me, um, I've got friendships where when I'm not working, I'm at home with um, Callie or one of the girls. I often go out and meet somebody else in a light group and kids play together and it's just that's just it's just doing life every day with people and it's that's kind of what it means for us and it's yeah it's really really vital um I think having that support network around you so it really is it's just family it's friendships and it's it's life yeah (laughs) what was the question I've forgotten the question now (laughs) Yeah, okay, so I, I think when we, when we joined the Light Church, um, we'd, we'd been part of a church as students uh, in Leeds, and we'd kind of moved, most of our life had moved to Bradford. Um, I'd, we were both working at CAF at the time, and I, I also lost my brother at the, about six months before we joined the church, so I was going through a pretty tough time. Uh, we were, both were as a, as a couple, and I think to find, to find a church that was really a bit of a, a refuge in that as well, so it's, it's family and friendship, but it's also... Uh, and I, I'm probably, I mean, I sometimes I'm quite expressive with my, with my emotion, but I might not be that much in this setting. But actually to have, to have people around that you can just talk to that kind of know what you're going through. Uh, and, I, and I think also that we've re- I've certainly seen my heart change as well within that time period. So it's great to come to a, a church where as I started to explore what it actually might mean that we've got a God of compassion uh, that wants to reach out to our community, that we, you know, I, I was working at CAP at the time and seeing some of that, but also the stuff we were going through within my family just meant that I think God was breaking my heart for our community and, our, and for the poor as well. So to have a church that we could come to where we could see that outworked and also be really challenged in that and come to a church where I feel like, man, I, I, I do need to get involved in this thing was great. Yeah, fantastic. And yeah, go on, we'll clap. I need to clap. Yeah, it's great. So clearly, forward, we're looking forward. Um, 
for you, if you could kind of, if you would like to think that in 10 years you'd be kind of here speaking on the same subject, how would you, you know, what are you, excites you about this, loving each other genuinely, how that could really continue and grow? What is it that excites you about this part of our, of our vision? Emma, do you want to go? I don't want to repeat what I just said, really, but um, I think the way that we continually support each other behind the scenes is so incredibly vital. And um, I think just seeing what we've seen over the last 10 years, the way that the church supports each other through all the tough stuff. And I think what we do, um, the social action side of stuff, is so amazing. And one of, the, one of the reasons we joined in the first place, one of the reasons we wanted to get involved was because of that. But behind the scenes, we do so much for one another. And John listed through a whole load of stuff just then of how we support each other in our community. And I think there's so much of that that goes behind the scenes that we don't see. But... Um, personally for me being able to be involved in the meals ministry is is really an amazing thing you see this is a group of people that you probably don't know about and, until you need them or you are one of them but you know whatever we have a baby we've we've been blessed by the meals ministry guys a lot as well but you have a baby something difficult happens in your family we need extra support that group of people will step in and make you a meal and there's people on this team um, that have been serving for years and every single time an email goes out, they're straight away, great, okay, what do they need, what can I do? And I think that amazing heart from people, that, that tenacity just to keep going and there are so many people within this church that just give so much of themselves and um, Mills Ministry is just one of those and I'm just using that because I've been involved in that so I've been able to see that example but um, I think the exciting thing is is knowing that this church is full of people and will continue to be filled with people like that who reflect the love of Jesus through those relationships, through those hearts, through those acts of service. And um, yeah, when we're looking at this loving God genuinely stuff, it's so exciting to, to be a part of a community like this where we do just genuinely love and support one another with that love of, of Jesus. That's great. Just a super quick thing I'd say is that I'm, I'm really excited about seeing more of the same, but... Um, I think there's a real challenge in that, that we want to see God's kingdom grow here in Bradford. We want to see the church grow and people come to know him. And if we want to see more of the same community and family and friendship grow, we're going to have to be more and more intentional in that. Yeah. Uh, you know, as, as churches grow, as new people come in, I'm sure if you've been here 10 years, there's, there's a good number of people in the church that you've possibly never talked to because we're a changing church and there's people coming in and there's people reached through ministries and we're going to have to become more and more intentional in that and I know for me there's a real challenge in that if you're a person that serves in the church and you you know on Sunday mornings I'm busy getting worshipping and getting hot and sweaty on the stage <laughs> uh, but and then there's a challenge in that to actually be intentional in creating that community. Yeah. So I'm excited about more of the same, but I'm also really challenged, challenged in that. Challenged, yeah. yeah. There, is, there is a challenge in all this. So wonderful. Let's put our hands together. Well done. Thank you. Great. So just as I... So again, um, I think this is just kind of sums up the kind of heart that I want. So we're here to, to celebrate and, and talk and look back. But also, we're here when uh, things are a little bit difficult, and we just felt this was just the right, the right thing to do in the middle of, of the service. Um, many of you will know uh, Raina and David Bullen uh, and Danny, obviously married Sarah. Unfortunately, this weekend, uh, Christina, uh, David's mother, passed away. Um, I spoke to him. We've been in touch, and he couldn't, he, he couldn't stop himself trying to say good things back to us and to the church and everything. Um, but we realized that there are difficult things that happen. And as a church community, 
we're not we're with people wherever and whenever that happens so so i'm going to pray for this family okay and we're just going to we're just going to believe and the the support machine is on its way we're there for them but again we'll stand together in difficult times as well as in good times let's just pray for uh, the bullen family father we lift up uh, david and reina lift up the family to you father um, we ask for your grace upon them at, at this sad time as they celebrate uh, Christine's amazing, amazing life. But in that celebration, there will be sadness and loss. And, and we, we grieve and share with our friends, with yeah, this amazing family. And we ask that you will provide all they need, Lord. And thank you that we, we, can, we can reach towards them at this difficult time. We're going yeah, to love each other genuinely, Father. In good and in bad. And we ask for your mercy and grace to be with them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Great, over to you, Matt. Thank you, John. <clears throat> I just want to say um, a lot of thank yous that kind of spill out are going to be pretty spontaneous. And the downside of that is you're bound to miss people out, okay? I really, really do pray that if anyone get, does get missed out, you would totally hear our heart of thanks. Having heard that, I just, want, I just think there are lots of, you talk about the unseen people behind there as a pastoral team who do a lot of visiting working with people. Can we just put our hands together for them, please? That would be... And, um, and I know I kind of very quickly kind of like flipped over um, Freedom in Christ, but Nick, Nick, I want to say thank you to you for all of your serving. I know there's a, I know there's a, a team of people that have worked with you, the Turgesons, um, uh, the Woodstocks, and, um, and uh, I know not really called that. Um, the Woodrows, and uh, yeah, lots of other people that have been around that. Okay, um, the third kind of part of the vision is that we want to be a church that loves our community compassionately. And this is some of the wording that has been put together. Church that's passionate about sharing the goodness of God with our friends, neighbors, and city. That the church, like church would be known to love the people of Bradford through consistently serving our community. A church that is committed to bring good news to the poor of Bradford. A church that demonstrates to our city that God's love and power is real and active through hundreds of transformed lives. You know, this is right at the heart of who we wanted to be as a church. And uh, fairly consistently for the 10 years, we've spent around about 30 to 40% of all of the giving into the church on outreach ministries those in need that is very rare okay that is very rare for a church to do that and it's just been amazing um we we, we obviously th this can happen just in organic ways but a lot of it is well organized um it started back in october 2009 we were just one years old and we opened a christians against poverty debt center those of you who know us know that we're a little bit biased and um but we wouldn't do it if it wasn't effective and it has been amazingly effective um, big, you know, people like Kev Worsnop started it off, Joe Edwards took it on, and now Gaz Thompson running it for us. In those nine years, I'm going to chuck a lot of stats at you. Um, we've given um, uh, 335 adults in 264 families hope and a real way out. And we've had uh, just over, so we've had 101 people go debt-free through the work that we've done, which is, uh, how good is that? And uh, seen many people come to faith, added into our family. Um, just a few that kind of spring to mind because I know them well. Wayne and Mally, Georgina, Stuart, just to name a few people. Um, we very quickly partnered with a brand new thing that was to go on to be called In Churches. And, uh, and it started back in 2009. And, uh, and, and Julie, who was kind of pioneering that work, 
I can still remember um, uh, when she kind of turned around to me and she's, she, we hosted one and she turned up for it and she, and she, and she said, okay, I'm going to make this my church because this is the kind of church that I want to be a part of to run this ministry from and still, still with us today. Um, through that, so since the first pilot, we, at the light, we provided 800 bed spaces um, for the homeless and that's been a roundabout and also seen that, that through, through not only our support, but we work with churches across the city to help make that happen. 120 individuals have gone on to be housed. So it's amazing work. All you that have been up early cooking bacon butties, sitting there, doing manic- manicures, pedicures, all that sort of thing, massively well done. And I did just also want to mention in that, although it was kind of like a little bit of a side ministry, but the brilliant work of Solomon's Porch um, for quite a few years, helping to bring numbers of people, people like um, George and Liam and that into, into the church. Yeah, we miss, we miss having that as part of our church family, I think. So then we added a, added a food bank, the amazing Gareth Jones, who joined our staff team as a kind of operations director, pioneered the Trussell Trust um, food bank, which was um, then taken on by a kind of a combination effort of uh, Sue Clark and Ben Haldane, kind of like running that. And uh, Lisa Seal then took it forward and now run by Josie, assisted by Laura and a team of around how many volunteers? About 50 volunteers run that, which is just brilliant. In seven years, in seven years, we have fed 26,000 people in Bradford. That's 12,500 families that have experienced God's love and something of God's provision. And uh, and uh, yeah, when I again look around the church, there's a lot of fruit. A lot, a lot, a lot of time people don't know where how people have come into church. Um, but um, my, you know. Our family is bigger because of Food Bank, because we've got Yumilla and Yordano in our family now. And they turned up through Food Bank, which is just amazing. I know there's lots of other people who I haven't asked permission to name, so I'm not going to do that. And um, so having done that, and then we kind of plugged in a couple of um, brilliant, brilliant projects from um, TLG, the other national charity that's kind of based here. And... Um, and uh, started with um, early intervention. That is where there is a team... Um, of volunteers who go in and they give an hour each week to support a child in primary school who's at risk of exclusion to try and stop it before it kind of gets 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 too bad. And uh, yeah, we kind of helped a number of children there. We've seen five of them come to our Friday night um, kids, um, which has been absolutely brilliant. Two of them still going on to youth. And uh, if you were here last week, you'll have heard Emma's story and how that all started um, through early intervention, which is just amazing. And... Um, and uh, back in February 2016, we started our own um, TLG Education Centre, which is housed just um, over the road. Andy Motin and uh, the team uh, there, which has been Caroline, Sarah, and now um, Kira, and uh, someone else whose name I don't know. Um, and uh, but yeah, 48 children and their families given the chance to get back on track with their education, you know, and just really, really made to feel so, so special and understand that God loves them, which is absolutely fantastic. And um, and then, and then in January 2015, so nearly three years ago, um, we started a CAP job club, um, which I had the privilege of leading um, for the first couple of years before passing it on to my main man, Gaz, down here. And uh, we've, uh, yeah, again, just that, that, that place. If you could have been there Tuesday night, I wasn't, I wasn't there, but it was, abs- Josie came home, she popped in, she was, it was absolutely buzzing. Just a whole bunch of new people turning up, as well as a community 
that is already kind of there and established. And, uh, you know, as Gaz sat with Richard and sat with Ben, who have kind of like come through that. Um, there's people like Ian, Franco, all sorts of people who are just part of our church community now. And um, so we've had about 132 people turn up. 76 of them have really engaged on the kind of like the whole course type thing. And out of those, kind of 44 have gone on to paid employment um, or gone on to training or volunteering, which is just, um, yeah, just amazing. Um, Gazip has made a very, very quick film, uh, the Job Club guys. Um, it's mostly guys. It's not always, but it's mostly guys. And uh, so we're just going to quickly show that so you can uh, uh, get a high from them. There's no harm in trying. Um, they've got a better percentage of people getting jobs than the job centre you have. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Going to know all the up-to-date things that employers are looking for. The end of it when you do a party. Meeting new people. Learning new stuff. Getting out and socialising. My favourite part of Job Club is where we can all get together, have a chat, socialise, have a good laugh with each other. You know, and it's just a community as a whole. My favourite part about Job Club is uh, I get to have my tea up and uh, I get to meet other people that are at work either. Favourite part is meeting all the other guys here that are in the same boat so you can interact with them all and get ideas off them and bounce them off each other. Fantastic and friendly. Uh, really, really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. The staff are very uh, friendly. No, second to none. Yeah. Better, better than the uh, job centre because they don't have a clue. I find the staff at Job Club to be very, you know, polite, friendly, um, inviting, you know. Um, encouraging. Yeah, encouraging. All these de describing words that I, I can't think of. <laughs> Everybody is so helpful, always got a smile on the face. Do the best that we can for you to, to, to give you the, uh, the tools so you, you can get the job. Who's your favourite staff member? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> what in? <laughs> All of them. Gaz. Abby. Yeah, everyone nice and pleasant. Where is that thing? Oh, Bronwyn. Bronwyn and Matt. You of course, man. I don't remember. Lizzie, <laughs> she always had a smile. She's always willing to talk to you about things. Oh, tough one is that. They're all doing a great job. Uh, Matt Barlow. They're all brilliant, they all know what they're doing, they're all experts, they're all have individuals with different ideas and that, so you can bounce off all of them, so they all, they all do a good job. Said that over a year ago I was without work and I'd lost my job. Now that I started about a month and a half ago, back into full time work is so thank you Light Church for giving me the opportunity to be a part of our job club for us to be able to help people into work and to really help them find friends and like you've seen today through this little video that people really do find community, they feel included um, and that they, they just love being here so thank you Light Church for letting us be a part of that. Thank you God, thank you Light Church.
excellent. I'd, I'd have voted for you, Lizzie, as well, to be fair. <laughs> and um, and uh, also, uh, one of the things that we've sought to do as well, uh, so, so we're a little bit unusual in that a lot of churches, they do send a lot of money overseas and don't do a lot locally. We do a lot locally and we don't do lots overseas, but I, I think kind of like we have done quite a bit over the years. We give 10% of our income away. Quite a lot of that can go overseas. And one of the main ministries that we've supported and has definitely been a real highlight of us for the 10 years is to see the wonderful ministry that Rob and Jane Garrett have brought into the church, the 5,000 plus ministry that they do. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, b- between us as, 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 as couples, we've known Rob and Jane for a long, long time. And to think of them um, yeah, needing to find a church uh, was yeah, just one thing. And to, for them to have found their place here is just absolutely brilliant, absolutely wonderful. And we're delighted to have um, plowed thousands and thousands of pounds into 5,000 plus. And uh, they wanted to just record a very quick message because, uh, as you know, they would have loved to have been here. So this is from whichever country they're in at the moment, which is pro- might have been Pakistan at the time that they were doing it. Was it from India? Anyway, let's just... Greetings to you from Saharanpur in North India. We're on the roof of Pastor Daniel and Phoebe's home and their son Dominic is filming us. Just wanted to say hi to you. We also want to take the opportunity on this great uh, celebration weekend for Light Church of 10 years, Red Stuff. And we just want to know you to know that we're with you. Sorry we're missing it. And we're very much uh, grateful, grateful <laughs> that, that we're part of Light Church. We feel very much part of the family. And we say, go for it. Go for another 10 years, but even better. And thank you so much for your press support while we've been away. Bless you. <clears throat> Who else thinks that in 10 years' time they're going to be just as busy as they are today, yeah? <laughs> Man, those two are just going to pour themselves out, food bank, pastoral care, light, light groups, just, uh, yeah, just uh, such an amazing, amazing blessing. You know, our heart is to not only reach people, but also to preach Jesus, proclaim his good news, to see people find faith, and then to become part of this family. And, uh, and just recently, uh, Josie did a little bit of a kind of a audit of kind of who we are as a church and just from the people that she knows, because obviously we don't always know everyone's story, um, but just from the people she knows, she identified like 40 people that are part of our church family who have come through our outreach ministries, which is just absolutely brilliant, wonderful. Praise God. We don't want to stop there, I know. You know, we want that to, we want that to double over the next decade, if not, if not more, yeah, because God can do abundantly more than we ask or imagine. But just uh, kind of when, when she shared that, and when I looked around, and I enjoyed the band dance last night with, with old friends from Job Club and new friends and people turning up from Food Bank and that, knowing that they are welcomed in and can become part of a family is just absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Um, we've put a quick film together of people's appreciation of the Light Church. We're going to watch this and then John's just going to share a few minutes on where we're heading. Family. Family. Community. Family. Love. Family. Fun. Loving, happy family um, that's inclusive for everyone. A place of refuge. It's got to be love um, because that's God and that is, uh, is living in God is love and living in a caring community is, is love so it's all love. Everyone loves each other and they love God and, they, and anybody who's new. Just community. 
when we come together as a family and there's a buzz around the place, there is a genuine interaction between people and, and a sharing of life. I was a really new Christian when I came here, so we're talking like maybe like a year, maybe a bit more. Um, so getting involved in all of like Alpha, Freedom in Christ Foundations, all that kind of stuff and just yeah, having people really disciple me and do that really intentionally and really lovingly um, and continue to do that because you know, everyone's journey is really personal isn't it and I think some of us need that like continual thing and just to have people do that really lovingly is, is great. Yeah, so it's massively impacted my own journey. It's the community of people like particularly just like I've really loved being part of the uh, the young adults group and just the support that that's uh, brought and the, the friendship that that's brought and yeah it's just been such an encouragement I've been able to share like my life with people at a similar stage of life and, and uh, that's just been been so helpful to me. We feel like we belong you know and it's we felt a oneness and closeness of everybody and we all just like felt like we all joined in together we all just felt welcome straight away as a, as a family. I feel like they saved my life. Because oh. we had a very angry house before and everything's at peace now and I'm at peace with myself more. Being baptised, um, accepting Jesus again into my life. And just, yeah, just every weekend is just a great memory. I think I've just found that when we've gone through difficult times that the worship has just been the thing for me. I've just found that I just feel as I've met with God during the worship and that that has been fantastic. I just feel as though I've met God in a new way and I feel as though something has transformed in my own spiritual life through being here and particularly through the worship, I think. Becoming a Christian and part of the Life Church, it's done more for me than what any antidepressant or bereavement counselling or anything could ever do. Um, and it's just been amazing. This, my Christian journey has just been totally amazing and my life is so full of joy and light. Um, and I can't see it ever going back to the dark days that I used to have because I've got God and I've got faith in him and I know he's got my back. For me, it's been a place where I've really found myself in God. So I've been 35 years a Christian and in the 10 years that I've been here I know I've grown and God has equipped me to walk alongside other people and that's just been absolutely amazing. I can't thank him enough for that. Just the makeup of the, the congregation, you can see how the outreach ministries such as Food Bank and Job Club etc have really fed into and built up the church and to look around it's just fantastic to see those people that were well outside of the church and would never have walked into a church and now part of church family and not only part of the family but ministering to each other as well it's just great to see community you know not helping but that spirit you know it sort of gives you that feeling inside and it grows in you and every week it, it just gets when you come everybody's so welcoming you know and smiles on the faces and the kids running around and enjoy, you know you just I can't oh, I just can't explain it anymore Go Richard That's great 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 yeah, that Says it all Fantastic.
Wonderful. Well, we're just going to take a few minutes just to remind everybody when this finishes, Josh, you're going to tell us all about the exciting things that are going to happen, but we're all going to have lunch together, feeding of the few hundred. It'd be great and fun and bounce. We're going to have a great party after this, but please bear with us as we, as we draw this to a close. Um, we have to, we just have to thank God and thank everybody as well um, for the astonishing provision that God has poured into the Light Church. When we started 10 years ago, we believed that God would provide for everything we wanted to do. And every single year, if you've been with us for a while, we've started every year with a, with a, a passionate, faith-filled, hope budget that we're going to go and do these things. And for me to be able to say, having kind of worked with the finances for all these years, um, our God has provided for every single thing we've, we've all, always wanted to do and more. Phenomenal, phenomenal generosity that was in that is within this church. Absolutely wonderful. God has provided so well for us. Um, the fact that we can let you know today that you know the the fact that we tithe on our regular ink and the regular giving that we get. Um, well, we have another twenty thousand pounds to give away in January to other ministries in this city and around the world because we believe that generosity beholds generosity. Absolutely phenomenal. For everybody who's given into the church, for everybody who's been part of that miracle, uh, we as a leadership team want to say a massive thank you. But the biggest thank you really goes from what you've just seen already today. Not from us, but from the people whose lives have been affected by the things that we've done because we have the resources to either employ staff or to build the, and pay for the buildings and all the things that we do. It is wonderful. And next week, We'll be giving you an update of our finances as we go forward into 2019. Just to save you wondering what the finances are, we're stepping out in faith again, believing for God to meet all our needs. We have all the new staff on board. 2019 is going to be an exciting year, a year of faith and a year of hope. And we'll be sharing that with you next week. And again, we hope that you're able to continue with your generous heart to give into the church. Also, over the next month, uh, we're going to be giving you some updates around uh, building the work that we've been doing there. Um, there is definitely a rise in faith. There is so much going on behind the scenes. Uh, we're going to let you know where we are with that. And I am expecting that the mission center, the heart that we've got to build a building that can house everything you've heard about, that can be a heart for the church, is on its way. It's a huge faith step. It's one of the biggest faith steps I've made, we've made as a leadership, but God is a big God, and we're excited about that, and we'll be sharing that with you over the next few weeks. So, to sum up where we are, um, when we started, the Isaiah 58 um, was something that really resonated with us. And we're just going to put this up now. And I'm just going to read it. And our heart is as a leadership that as you hear these verses and the promises that are contained in it, that maybe you can begin to see that God has been faithful to his promises for the Light Church over these years. It starts in verse 9 of 58. It says, if you get rid of unfair practices and quit blaming victims and quit gossiping about other people's sins... If you're generous with the hunger and start giving yourselves to the down and out, um, praise God as a church, we've done our best to live those verses out. We've lived those verses out because of the compassion he's, he's poured in us to be together. And then the promises just flow from there. It says your lives will glow, will begin to glow in the darkness. Your shadowed lives will be bathed in sunlight. I will always show you where to go. I believe somehow 
despite as God has guided us and helped us through these last 10 years. It says, I give you a full life in empty places, firm muscles and strong bones. Um, yeah, at the beginning of today, you saw four people who sat around a table and said, okay, God, let's have a go. God has given us firm muscles. He's given us strength. He's given us an awful lot that we didn't have 10 years ago. And there lies the challenge and the opportunity that if we can go from there to here, where can we go from here to there? His promises are, um, are sure. It says you'll be like a well-watered garden, a gurgling spring that never runs dry. Yeah, there is, some, there is some water gurgling through this place. There's some spirit of God in what we do. And you can see it, not in what we say, but you can see it in what you've heard this morning. This is God's spirit coming through a bunch of ordinary people and touching lives and bringing people to the fullness of knowing him. But then for all of us to continue in that journey of walking with him. You'll use old rubble of past lives to build a new, rebuild foundations out of your past. I love it that this church, as we've said all along, is full of people, myself included. We've all got rubble in our past lives. Amen. But God can use people who've got rubble and he can use us mightily to help other people who've got rubble. And that's all the amazing things that he's done. And then it says at the end, it says, you'll be known as those who can fix anything, restore old ruins, rebuild and, re and renovate, make the community livable again. I see but dimly these verses and promises being outworked through the light church. I really do, we're beginning to see a church that can be known as a place with Jesus that really can fix anything. Some of the fixing that's taken place in this church, I'm telling you, is fixing anything. Some of the lives that have been transformed, it's a miracle what God has done. And it says, making the community livable again. I believe we've made the community outside livable again. I know for many of us, the inside of the church has been a place where we've found community, where we've learned more about ourselves and grown in our own understanding of what it is to be a Christian, which is something that fills me yeah, with great joy and great excitement. So, the verses that I would want to finish with. I feel these verses, I feel these verses are true. In Ephesians 3.20, it says this, it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Anything good in the light church, anything that's praiseworthy, any life that's touched, anything that's exciting, any grace, any forgiveness, anybody who's been drawn, it's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who has been able to do immeasurably more than we ever dreamt or imagined when we sat around that table 10 years ago and said, okay, God, just maybe we can do something to help this city and do something to build a church that reflects you. And I believe that these verses, yeah, it's for others to judge to what extent they're true, but I know personally God has done some amazing things. But also these verses speak to me and speak to us as leadership of the future, of the future. Who knows what God could do in the next 10 years? 
He says in his word that he is able to do immeasurably more than what we ask or imagine. We're imagining and we're asking and his word says he can do more. So our heart is that as we celebrate these 10 years and look back, that we get a real sense, not by might or power, not by this service, not by anything that we've done, but by his spirit that he will let you know that he is able to do abundantly more than you can dream or imagine. But he wants you to imagine and he wants you to, be, to believe what a bunch of ordinary people can really do from this point. We're excited about the future. We want to make sure he gets the glory, the honor and the praise. It is Jesus Christ. It is his church. And I believe that God is going to do some great things, and my heart is that I personally would be here in another 10 years, um, not maybe stood here, but here, the Light Church, and be able to say, my God has been a faithful God, because in the next 10 years, or what will be the last 10 years, he has done immeasurably more, yeah, able to do. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're an amazing God. We give you, we just say thank you, you've been so gracious and kind to us. Uh, you've brought amazing people. Your spirit has covered over so much. You're just amazing. We thank you for every life that's been reached and touched, everybody who's made their way to us, everybody who is on their way to us, every person who's been fed, every person who's been helped, everybody who's been welcomed. We thank you for everybody who has spent a season with us and has moved on in you. We thank you for them as well. We pray blessings on everybody who has come through the Light Church and into what you have for them. We celebrate their onward journey. But Father, for us here where this is our community, will you bless us? Will you encourage us? Will you provide for us? Will you give us wisdom? Will you do abundantly more? Will you keep us unified? Will you hold us together? Can we outlive this vision individually? And if we do that, Lord, we're believing for immeasurably more. We're humbled and we're amazed. Thank you for an amazing 10 years. Amen. Let's give God a huge cheer. Let the party begin. Wonderful. Well, we're about to, we're about to enjoy all of the party, but um, we have had uh, an amazing cake uh, made to celebrate. Look at it. Can you see the, can you see the cake? Look at that. And um, I, thought, I thought in terms of who's going to cut the cake, I thought John and Josie, as the two people who started this, but still on the leadership team going strong, yeah, unlike me. Okay, I think you two, yeah, should be there. I think a round of happy birthday is in order, yeah? We don't do this as a church. Most churches sing happy birthday. Should we sing happy birthday, Light Church? Happy birthday to If you want to cut the cake, if people want to take photos. Go on, you've got, you got to do it together like you're getting married. Kevin's going to take a proper photo. Come on. Cool. Whilst they're organizing that, Steve, do you want to just pop up onto the stage? Steve's going to be doing some magic for us later, but he needs some help. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. Now, during the break, uh, I'd like everybody to think of a song. Uh, it can be a pop song, a rock song, a country and western song, a worship song, any song, whether it's recent or a hundred years ago. Just think of a song. Come and write it on this little slip of paper. I've got about between 50 and 100 pieces of paper here. Just fold it into four and drop it in the little box there. Thank you very much. 
There you go, get to take part. Okay, have you had your photo? Okay, I think we need waving and stuff. Come on. Fantastic. Now, Josie's going to tell us what's happening next, and uh, we'll go and collect, uh, collect children, so thank you. Cool, so exciting times. We've got lunch, should be in about half an hour, so just chill out and mill, out, mill around and stuff. Uh, we've got jacket potatoes and different various fillings. Um, so to do that, we need lots of people to help, which would be great. So at the back of the church, there's like 15 round tables. So if people could start wheeling them in and putting the chairs around, and we've got tablecloths and stuff like that, so that would be nice. So if some people can do that, that would be awesome. There is also an inflatable bucking bronco for grown-ups. So try not to get thrown off. Lyndon reckons he's going to be the champion. He's feeling fully competitive, so he needs constant competition. There's also a bouncy castle, but adults, you have to be responsible for your own kids. Um, totally, that's your responsibility. <laughs> and yes, we've got lunch. And then we're going to have, whilst we're sort of having lunch, Steve is going to be doing us a magic show, which is amazing. And then after that, we've got live music from the Good Citizens. Woohoo! So, yeah, so all of that is good fun. And we've also, I hope you've seen the new thing. So that's meant to be an art thing, which you can all participate in. So I'd like you to kind of think about um, something you'd want to write on there. And we've got pens for you to write on it. So because obviously we're all people, aren't we? And it's the light and it's the people in the light represented. <laughs> so, yeah, so think about that. Draw something, write a Bible verse, write your name, write whatever you'd like. Yeah, and so, yes, and in amongst all of that, if you need prayer, there'll be people praying for you down here as well. I think that's probably everything. Collect your kids as well, yeah. Can we just also say that, um, yeah, a lot of hard work's gone into this weekend for the barn dance last night. I especially want us to put our hands together for Alan and Liz Priestley at the back, who have, like, worked really, really hard, as always. And... uh, Josie for leading the team and also providing a lot of the stuff. We, even though we've been the spokespeople this morning, Josie's given up. Laura, thank you for all your help as well. Great. Go get your kids. And
Okay, thank you everybody for helping. As you can see, we're working from the front backwards. Can we ask you if you've got coats or anything on a chair, you'd probably best go get it now uh, before it gets somehow swept up in this amazing, wonderful chaos we have here. So if you can keep going that way, picking things up, the tables will be out, and then you can come and sit back down. So if you want to sit down now, that you can do that as we move backwards.
Well, lunchtime has arrived. Happy days. So, um, <clears throat> let's just say a quick grace and thank God for the food, and then I'll tell you what to do. Okay, everyone, eyes down. Yeah, Father God, we just thank you so much for providing this church with so many good things, food included. So, Lord, we just pray that you would really, really bless our time together as a church family now, that we would eat together, that we would have fellowship together, that there'd be new friendships made, and people would, everyone feel included and loved. Lord God. Yeah, thank you, Jesus, in your name. So, we've got jacket potatoes. So, if you can start over there, grab a potato, and then the toppings are sort of coleslaw, beans, chili, and tuna. And so they'll make your way to the counter where you'll be served that bit. So if you can go and start queuing, that'd be great. And then find yourself a table to sit down on. <laughs> <laughs> 